Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast, She Said and Said. This is your wonderfully wacky pharmacist, Sarah McIntosh. Um, We started this podcast to come up with something a little lighter amid all the coronavirus madness just to bring some happiness into your day. So whether you listen to this on your way to work or when you are making dinner or maybe drinking your coffee in the morning, we hope it makes you smile and alleviates whatever stress you may have going on in your life, at least for a few minutes. Our plan is just to interview our pharmacy staff and share some fun stories and have a little fun along the way. Today we are interviewing Alex Bolzer. Thank you for joining us, Alex. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I can tell that was genuine excitement. Of course. Okay, so every time I see you and I come into work and Alex's name's on the schedule, I always make it a point in my head to be like, oh, I have to ask him where he's been on vacation, where he's going, what is next. So can you tell us like what adventure are you looking forward to or maybe one that's on your bucket list that you haven't quite got to yet? Yeah, so I have a run scheduled in the middle part of June um, in Bozeman, Montana. It's a 50-kilometer run. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> do you know how long 50 kilometers is? No, but it sounds far. How many miles? It sounds really long. How many? Jenny, I'm sure you have an idea about how long that is. I don't know. Is it 25 miles? I feel like that's 30. 30. Yeah, it's about 30, 31 miles. Oh, Too far. Um, it's on trails, um, it's in the mountains, um, there's 11,000 feet of elevation gain, so it's about two miles up. Um, so really there's no flat parts of it, you're either running up or you're running down. Or a lot of it will be you're hiking up, trying to run as best you can. How do you even prepare for that here? That's a good question. I've been struggling with that a little bit. Um, I went, yes, um, I went to Battle Creek a couple weeks ago. Park. Yeah. Um, and they have pretty good trails, so we'll run there. Um, my buddy is actually running this with me. Mm. Um, and you can get some decent elevation if you run up and down and up and down the steepest sections that they have. Um, there's usually sections that are about 150 feet at a time, so you can run up 150 feet, then do it again, and then, you know, accumulate the elevation. So we've done this a few times. Um, we The first time we did it, we ran 2,000 feet. Uh, the next time we did it, we ran 3,000 feet. And then the next time we did it, we ran 4,000 feet. Uh, so that's probably the best way that we can train for it mm-hmm. in Minnesota, is basically just running up and down. How did you measure how high? So we all have these GPS watches that we wear. Um, and you can, set it, you can set it to training um, trail runs, and it will keep track of distance and elevation. That's cool. Yeah, so you'll know you run up, it's like, oh, okay, I just did 150 feet. And then there'll be another um, spot on there that says how much you've done it, you know, for the total. So that's what we've been doing. Also, I will run the Grand Avenue Hill. You oh, know that yes. Ramsey Hill? Mm-hmm. I'll do repeats on that. That's about 120 feet. So if okay. I do that 20 times, I can get about 2,500 feet. Jeez Louise. Uh, also, the Summit Stairs. Oh, okay. Those yep. are about 100 feet, so I can repeat on those. So that's nice. some of the training that I've been doing. Are there a lot of people that sign up for this race? I mean, is it like competitive to get in? Or is it like you show up at this mountain and there's like four guys? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question too. So some of them are much more popular than others. This one will probably have like 50 to 100 people. Wow. They have a 50K version and a 30K version. So you could sign up for either of those. 
But then there's some runs that are 50 miles, 100 miles, 200 miles. Oh my God. Um, and some of those races are super popular okay. and very competitive to get into. Like, you have to qualify. Um, who are these people? So are they training for the Olympics? Like, if you, like, pass out in the middle of, like, your run, is somebody going to track you? They're going to be like... Where did Alex go? Two days goes by and they're like, Alex never crossed the finish line. That, that's also a good question. They have medical people at all these events. There's a tracker that we wear. So it's like a GPS tracker. That's good. And they have aid stations every like seven to ten miles. So you check in uh, each time to make sure, you know, nobody's just not showing up. And if nobody's, you know, showing up, they will start looking for that person. I haven't heard of anybody dying or anything like okay, that. Okay, great. <laughs> I've definitely seen people fall um, and be kind of bloody and, you know, cut up. Like off a cliff? No, no, no. Like or, ru- well, they're running oh, down running a down steep, and, you know, okay. like a steep hill or mountain. Aww. And there's a lot of rocks. Yeah. Um, so you could take a pretty wicked fall if you're not careful. So do you get money if you If you win, win? there is a prize, yeah. It's, oh, okay. But it's small, probably 500 bucks maybe. Oh, I mean, I don't know. But there's, you know, 50 or 100 people, and some elite athlete is going to win it, not somebody like me. Like, <laughs> don't I'll, sell yourself so yeah, <laughs> Like, I'll, I'll finish in the top probably 25%. That's, you know, about where I would expect myself to finish. Uh, but I did just get my permits for Yosemite, which I'm super excited about. I've got a seven-day uh, backpacking trip planned for September. Oh. So I've got okay. seven friends of mine uh, who like to do this, and we're all going to go... Uh, for a week, um, do about 65 miles backpacking through Yosemite. Oh, man. When you guys, how long does it take 65? to plan one of those trips? Like, do you sit down every week and be like, okay, guys, takes like a here's week. what we need. Yeah. Like, it takes me a week to plan a trip to go to my mom's. Like, <laughs> so I have we, to call her every day. Like, It does take a lot of logistics, and I usually do take that part myself because I've been doing it for years. This is mm-hmm. like our 10th annual trip. Oh, my gosh. This. So I've got the routine down. Like, we pick out the dates really early. Everybody commits to it. Then we look at flights. Then we look at rental cars. Then we look where we're going to stay the night before and the night after. Get the permits. Get all that stuff taken care of. Um, And then, you know, you can start playing out the fine details of how many miles you're going to do every day and where you're going to camp and things like that. Um, So it's not so bad once you've kind of got the routine down. Right. Okay. And then I also keep a map of North America with a bunch of hikes all over the, all over North America that I want to do. So there's like 50 or 100 oh. hikes that I have planned out that I want to do. So they're all kind of pre-planned with information. So I kind of just have to look at that map and be like, okay, flights are cheap here at this time of year, so we can go here um, oh. on kind of the drop of a hat and just I do a trip. see. That's a good idea. All my little pre-planned trips, and then what is cheap right now? That's a, I love that idea. Are you going to do that? Well, I don't have any money, but I think it would be, that's like, I like that idea, just to have it kind of, I mean, I sort of do that. Like, I have Pinterest boards, you know, where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go here one day. Let me just pin some of these things, <laughs> but nothing, like, concrete kind of like that. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, it works really well. So, let's say Jenny and I, our goal for 2020 is we're going to do one of these hiking trips. What advice do you have for us? So, I guess it depends on what you've done before. If you've never done a backpacking trip before, my first piece of advice would be... Don't. (laughs) Just kidding. No, I encourage everybody to to look at these type of trips because most people don't want to do them. Yeah. Most people don't like the idea of going out and sleeping, you know, in the wilderness with kind of the unpredictable nature that comes with that. Um, 
But my first piece of advice would be, do you really want to do this? Oh, okay. Because okay. I don't want anybody going out there that's going to get lost or, like, get hurt or something like that. Yeah. But you can totally take it easy and do a small trip. Um, you could go up to, like, the Spear Hiking Trail. Mm -hmm. I know Jen, you could spend some time up there. Um, you could do some okay. easy, short trips there. Um, you know, five miles in a day, maybe. Um, one night and then five miles out. And it'll be okay. pretty easy. But you just really got to look at the gear that you have. You know, you have to have a lightweight tent, sleeping pad, sleeping bag, some of those basic things. Um, and once you kind of have those established, um, it's really not that bad. You just kind of have to say, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And just do it. Okay, so we packed our bags. <laughs> we're ready to go. And then we're going to call you the night before and be like, oh my god, Alex, what are we forgetting? What do we need? Like, what is one thing? You'd be like, do not leave the house without this. Well, with backpacking, there's a whole lot of those things. Oh god. So I've got, I've got, I have a very exhaustive list of everything that I bring. Um, but I guess I would say the big ones, make sure you have your tent. Oh, right. Make sure you have Duh. your sleeping bag, your sleeping pad, your stove, because you're going to oh, need yes. to, you know, have heat up water, uh, your water filter, uh, your backpack, obviously, some of these basic things. There's too many things already. You're carrying the stove. <laughs> <laughs> your food. Oh you have to have your food planned out. Um, you know, you want to probably bring lightweight food. So high calorie food, like Oreos. Those are a yes. good choice. Hold on. What is your favorite Oreo? So you're probably going to be a little upset at me. I like classic. Uh, mm, not as bad. Thin is crap. I thought you might say thin. <laughs> okay, no, not thin. People get pretty upset when I don't say double stuff. So yes, that I, is my um, Oreo yeah. of choice. Double stuff. I've had the way too much stuff, or what do they call it? Crazy stuff? It's like I don't know. four times the stuff. I don't know what oh, it's I called, have, yes, but I it's have not as good. Too. No, that's... No, it's too, it's too much. Yeah, but I like double stuff. Okay, classic. Okay, great. Yep. Anyway, back to this. So Oreos. <laughs> that's the first thing you just said. Make sure, guys, you have your Oreos. <laughs> Oreos is a great food because you want stuff that's going to, you don't want to just bring like a giant bag of nuts. Because I had a buddy oh. who came on one of my last backing, backing trips for seven days. All he brought was like a giant bag of nuts. And that was bad? Squirrels ate it or what? I mean, it was, you can't eat nuts for seven days straight. Like well, without he did. Variety. He I know. struggled. Really? Oh, he was sad. I was down in Cheez-Its and Oreos and he's sitting there munching on Cheez-Its. <laughs> oh my god, we're never going with Alex. He does not share. That is made clear. <laughs> I gave him a few, but he wanted to trade with me all the time. I'm like, I don't want your nuts, man. That's, that's boring. Oh my god, I'm picturing you in like the third grade being like, get out of here, Matt Sherman. <laughs> I can see Alex just see him like portioning out his nuts while he's eating his Oreos and Cheez-Its. I mean, god. it's just something to think about. Oh, that poor friend. <laughs> Yeah, he had, I mean, he had a great time, but looking back, he made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> oh, my God. back to start. <laughs> he definitely lost some weight. Oh, my God, that's awful. Uh, okay, so you, do you plan to, like, fish and hunt when you're on these trips? Or no, that's too extreme? No, we, well, we don't bring guns. Oh, so we're not, like, not even when you go like, into, like, like a mountains? We're not, like, gunning down bears and things like that. Oh, okay. That's crazy. But we do bring fishing Well, boats. I wouldn't expect you to eat a bear, but, like... <laughs> Deer? That's too extreme, too? I no. So, we're counting all the ounces that we bring. If we added okay. a gun on, that's like five pounds. That's crazy. That's too much. I mean, we're already carrying a lot of weight, so you don't want to throw on like five pounds of weight that you don't need to carry. What about a fishing pole, though? Do you fish? We do, yes. Okay. So, last that's year we went to the Beartooth in Montana, and the lakes up there were just full of brook trout. Mm -hmm. uh, we caught probably 100 brook trout while we were up there, and they were all like 
five to seven pounders. Oh my so they God. were like these giant brook trouts. Um, so we kept as many as we could eat, you know, flayed them up, cooked cool. them, and had them for dinner pretty much every night. That would be fun. I don't know how to fish, but very well. I don't well. know how to cook. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, have, have you, you guys fished before? Yes, I've done, I will say, I have gone fishing probably like once or twice with each of my brothers, and all the times they're like, get out of here. You don't fish decent. You talk too much. Like, they don't let me fish. I've or never putting on the bait. I don't like putting on the bait or taking the fish off. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> so those are two pretty important steps. Uh, you definitely have to put the bait on, which sure can be Jenny, nice. I am going to find a new partner for my hiking trip. <laughs> And you catch the fish, and you do have to take it off the hook. But you want to bring a little pair of pliers, because that hook sometimes can get swallowed down the fish's mouth, and that yep. can be hard. Yeah, so I don't you, like pulling it out, because then you got to really go down there. You have to get in that fish's mouth. Yep. So you have to be careful there. You could bring gloves. I've done, I was that person. <laughs> okay. Where you just That's have, okay. like, a glove on, yeah. And then you put the bait on, and then you take the fish off. But it's actually pretty easy to cook. Yeah. Uh, I guess cleaning it, you do need to know a little bit what you're doing. You obviously have to have a knife. And you can kind of flip the fish over, so belly up, take the knife, right underneath its neck, stick the knife in, work it down, you know, and then you kind of open it up into a fillet. And then you can kind of cut off the fillets. Um, to cook it, it's actually pretty easy. You can just put it in a Ziploc bag, get uh, boiling water in a pot, put the Ziploc bag in the pot, and it will be almost like a souvet. Oh, you know, like, you just cook it um, by boiling it in a Ziploc bag. And then you pull it out, and you have fish that is cooked, yeah. add some oil to it, add some salt and pepper, and you just eat it. Wow. That's cool. It's delicious. Yeah, it like, sounds very good. good. It's, it doesn't come out dry. It's very juicy. It's nice. actually pretty good. Yeah. Oh, packed sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't going to hold up very well. I could just hear Alex. We don't, no. pack, we don't pack sandwiches, but you could. That would be fine. That would be a reasonable thing to do if you're going to go for, like, an overnight. If you're going to go for seven days, you're not going to want to have lunch meat baking in the sun. For I don't think days. I could stand seven days. No? I don't know if I could do seven days. Maybe, like, two days. Well, you start small. Yeah. And after you've done it a couple times, you're going to realize how much you love being out in the wilderness. You're like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. I'm going to need to spend more time out here. Or not. Or not. <laughs> It's possible but you, you should won't feel try that way. It. Sarah, you should try it. I have been camping, yo. I've done this before. <laughs> Not now since I've had kids. And my husband's like tents, had a very Like those? Oh, yeah. Camping? Yeah. I actually... Oh, in the middle of nowhere. Didn't I tell you this story? I was no. telling you this story. I went for a camping trip in like September. It was, that, it was the last weekend of September. And I was like, oh, it's going to be so beautiful with the leaves changing colors and stuff. I was really excited. I went up there, went to bed, boom, snowed. I was not prepared for winter camping. So <laughs> it's awful. I was so cold. The day it wasn't so bad because you're like hiking around, you know, like working up a sweat, whatever. But yeah, then at night I was so cold. I don't think I slept that whole weekend. It was awful. See, that's why. So I was why. not yeah, prepared. Well, so well that was my day. stupid, I mean, I was in college and I was not paying oh. attention to the weather. So that was my own stupidity. You know. Yeah, so that's going to be the number one of the most basic rules you need is just you need to be prepared for the type of conditions yeah. that you're going to go into. Uh, some things she might have been able to do to remedy <laughs> that situation: uh, boil up some water, put it in your Nalgene bottle, and yes, then put and it sleep. in your oh, sleeping I've seen bag. That. Yeah, I did yeah, do that's, that. That's pretty. You did do that. Yes, okay. it was just too cold. I didn't have it. I don't think I had enough like clothing Layers. that was decent. Like I said, yeah. during the day it was fine, but 
I don't know. My feet get so cold. Like, even walking around my house, my feet get so cold. Like, there's a lot of things and I you, just couldn't. you do. You know, multiple pairs of socks. I actually have these down booties that I bring. So they're just I've like. I've seen these, people with those, yes. Oh, they're beautiful. But like, don't they. Are, are they like fireproof? Because I have seen people wear those around fires, and I'm like, oh my god, they look like they're made out of material that is just gonna. <laughs> like. Yeah, I wouldn't wear it around a fire. Flame up. Yes, no. okay. I don't even walk around in them. I just use them when I'm sleeping. Oh, okay. I have seen those, though. They look real cute. Real comfy. I mean, I wouldn't say they're, they're top-of-the-line fashion pieces. <laughs> <laughs> they are very effective at keeping your feet warm. We should go to REI. Is that where you get your gear? REI. Uh, That's way too expensive. I love REI. There's actually a lot of really good cottage companies out there, really small, niche backpacking gear companies where you can get a lot of these specialty items. That you're oh. looking for. But REI would have most of the stuff you're looking for. Yeah, I'm thinking REI. At a dollars a piece. Uh, what? I mean, yes, REI is yes. very expensive. But when you know what you want, you can start shopping around online and you can find uh, pretty good deals for what you're looking for. You know, I'm talking at least 25, 30, 40% off too. So. Oh, that's good. So when you want to get outfitted, you let me know and I can help you out. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Alex is going to be our outfitter. We'll just go to him and be like, what do we need? We'll I borrow really, stuff from your garage. <laughs> I really encourage you to, to give it a shot. Uh, what's one thing people don't know about you? I used to speed skate as a child. That's something we didn't know about you, Alex. That's true. <laughs> I, yeah, I did. I used to you speed skate. Oh, my yeah, I had gosh. those super long skates, you know, that you wear, and, like, that tight-fitting outfit and helmet, <laughs> and you just get moving really fast in a circle. I love to watch Wait, that. have you seen Cool Running? That's what I picture Alex in that movie. Speed that's, skating. That's that's like, <laughs> have you seen Cool Running? <laughs> I like, have, but I... When you say form-fitting suit, suit yeah. and helmet... Yeah. I I always I love to watch the speed skaters in the Olympics, but I'm always so scared about their hands when they go around the corner. You know they have their hand out, and I'm like, oh Jesus, no one skate over their fingers! Like it scares me. But I like to watch them. They look so cool and graceful. It was cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was very fun. Was it like a like a league, or this was something? Yeah, like you just I'm talking fun? pretty young here. I was probably <laughs> like 10, 11. Aw, that's cool. Yeah. But it was a competitive league. Even yeah. At that age, these kids were you know, serious. Cool. What's your favorite time of day? Uh, for sure, it's the morning. Yeah. I love getting up uh, before my girlfriend's up, so I can just have a cup of coffee. I do a nice pour over, take my time, put on some NPR, uh, pull the chair <laughs> up to the window where the sun's coming in. Pull up the news, just totally relax, enjoy my cup of coffee. It is so nice. The best part of the day, yeah. hands down. You don't have any kids, that's apparent. You have no kids. <laughs> it's very relaxing. Oh my god. Aww. I don't have kids, I and I roll out <laughs> probably 10, 15 minutes before I'm supposed to work, go to work. I go to the bathroom, splash water on my face, look at the clock, check some emails, run out the door. Mm. My hair... I'm more, refer- I'm more referring. I'm more referring to the weekends when I have that time. This does not happen before work. Oh, oh. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> this doesn't happen before. Work. Yeah, if I work the evening, yes. Uh, Seven o'clock shift, no. This is not gonna happen. Thanks for joining us, Alex. Yeah, I'm happy to be your guys' inaugural <laughs> guest. I hope this thing really takes off in those places. I'm super excited for you guys. All right. See ya. Thank you for joining us. 
Remember to pass on the podcast to fellow pharmacy staff. And if you have fun suggestions or want to be a guest on the podcast, let Jenny or myself know. Stay strong. We'll get through this. See you next week.